everybody and welcome to another episode of the Mighty Misc Menagerie or Yeah, so I remembered to check it before we started tonight. It was this once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us this evening. It's kind of an odd day for us because we're streaming on a Wednesday instead of a Sunday. But as everybody knows, the holidays make scheduling complicated. So we will get back to our normal schedule in the new year. Uh, and if you're watching on YouTube, it doesn't really matter, does it? True. You're seeing this whatever it came out. Mm -hmm. uh, although I always forget to do these ahead of time, but next Sunday, if you're watching this on Twitch, and last Sunday, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, we will be doing a uh, a holiday solstice-themed one-off next Sunday, which will be December 12th. Simple? Yes. I don't know what day it is. September? Yeah. December. <laughs> <laughs> Several Sundays ago, we did this already. 12, 12, 21. 12, 12, yes. 21. Uh, so yeah, Rio will be DMing that. We're all very excited about it, kind of combining characters from different uh, games that we have on the stream. And if you're a fan of Frostmaiden, it's going to be mostly Frostmaiden characters. Yes. Altus and Tempest, will they, won't they? Um, did they, they, have they, have they, they, they or didn't they? Did they get a horrible divorce? Do we have four kids? <laughs> is he now super friendly and nice? <laughs> you fucking wish. Spoiler. But with the, uh, with the, I guess not formalities, with the informationalities out of the way. Um, Intro. Alina, would you terribly mind recapitating the party? <laughs> I will do that with their heads. Okay. So we just defeated that SOB Agdon. His head is all disconnected from his body, and we laughed. So then we were like, let's, well, actually, let's stop laughing. We're all a little hurt. Let's go rest. So we made our way to the stump. That apparently was where Agdon and his posse um, would camp. So we kind of rooted through their stuff and spent the night. We all had a little talk. Cody kind of determined that there is some sort of physical cue that we feel when a deal is completed in this land. So, hey, that's super helpful. It's nice when magic is real obvious. Um, so then the next day we're like, okay, I guess we continue along. Hey, here's the skiff that fits all of us. Perfect. Percy's like, wait, I got to tell you something. Don't freak out. But I gave birth. I mean, I made a robot hamster. I mean, I have a new friend. His name is Cosmo. Um, so now we, so now we got that guy, that guy around. Um, he's real cool. He runs on a little ring, three rings that seem like a hamster ball, but are not. It's cooler than that. Uh, all right. So then we make our way. We make our way to Downfall. I think that's where we made it, right? Yes. Okay, so then the Bullywugs are there. They seem to be enjoying kind of a blissful existence here. And that's weird. But they're we were like we're like, hey, we're here in peace. And they're like, cool. So they, you know, we oh my gosh. <laughs> so we are we made our way in. We were like, hey, we need to find Clapperclaw. He might be able to help us. And they're like, well, you should probably talk to the king. He has this long title. I didn't catch it all, but yeah, so then we moor our boat, we start going across one of the rivers, and these marrows attack. 
we were able to kind of get them to, you know, flee from us. And then the Bullywugs arrived just in time to help. Didn't I think we killed We them? destroyed them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought we just got them to flee, but all right. I'm pretty sure it was pretty brutal. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I really blocked that from mine. Well, it was funny because in the after party we talked about how the bully was going to help after turn two, and like they were dead. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> there's been a lot of murder in this whimsical fantasy land. <laughs> Only if you're a Who told us that? Sorry. <laughs> we only murder bunnies or fish people so far. Apparently. So. As a bunny. <laughs> hurtful. Well, you you straight up killed one. So, I mean, pot, kettle, black. Hashtag not all hair and gone. I'm just saying he looked one dead in the you? eye and then put a crossbow bolt in his face. So. <laughs> and it's going to come back later. He's going to be very mad. Well, we killed them all, so... <laughs> and I have to hear about it. <laughs> and, yeah, I, you know, I really did block out the rest because I got no idea what happened. We went into this building, and it was a blaze. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> we got to. <laughs> all right, so I will, uh, I'll start with the description. Does as anyone well remember what Jeltro was turned into? Giant spider. Was it a spider or did dire she turn wolf. into a dire, dire wolf? Dire wolf. That's right. Um, this room is a charred mess. Hazy smoke hangs over scattered piles of burned and broken shelves intermixed with whatever those shelves contained. Wisps of smoke snake into the air from several spots where smoldering wreckage threatens to ignite. A distressed bullywog in a leather smock scurries around the room with a bucket of water whose contents spill out over the sides in haste. And he called out to you in Sylvan, Grab a bucket! We have to make sure these fires are out. I rip my shirt off and start trying to tamp down the fire. Okay. The fire near me. Yeah, I run up to another fire and start stamping it out. Um, I'm going to need you all to roll initiative. Okay. Well, we're right back into it, aren't we? Peace don't last long. All right, we've got Nakade. Percy? 17. Cody? Uh, 16. And Solstice? 19. So Solstice, you go first. Okay, so I go to the whatever the nearest fire is and try okay. to tamp it out. Okay, I need you to make uh, I need you to make an attack roll. Do I add anything to it? Or? Uh, you're gonna add your proficiency if you're trying to kick it. It'll be an unarmed strike. Okay. Um. So it'll be proficiency plus strength, or just proficiency. So we can do yeah. Proficiency. So it should be the same plus as plus strength. So okay. Maglave, fourteen. Uh, as you are trying your hardest to stamp down on this, the cold oh, keeps... I ripped my shirt. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> as your bare chested glistening in the heat of the smoldering room, hair flying in the wind of the fire as the heat tries to escape through the now open door, uh, the coal is stands up and keeps avoiding oh. your foot, and the attack misses. Okay. And now it is the coal's turn. Ah. Uh, okay, so this first one is gonna go after the person that just tried to stamp on it. Um, 
quick question. Good God. Is this um, coal or is this charcoal? This is cold. Good gods. <laughs> For those of you that weren't in the room prior to this, there was a long discussion about the difference between coal and charcoal. Keep it real. Okay, does a 21 hit? Holy shit. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's going to be four fire damage. Oh, what? And what is this your like? pant leg catches fire. All right. I rip, no, I, can I use my reaction to rip my pants off? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you wearing under, anything underneath? It's unlikely. No. <laughs> Solstice is now standing bare-ass naked in the middle of this workshop. Does Cody have to make a con save? I don't, but I have this fantastic <laughs> shirt. I think both McKeon and Percy are both about height level. Be careful oh, where you on. turn. <laughs> um, speaking of, Cade, does the 16 hit you? Uh, I believe so, yeah. That'll be one fire damage, and you also catch fire on your sleeve as you are trying to bat it out. And it reached up, and basically what you're seeing is the coals as they're bouncing about, they move towards you, and it's like they ignite. Like, they go from this smoldering state to full flame, and then back to smoldering, which is causing this damage. As the remaining ones see what's going on and move into the room. I don't like whatever's happening. Why is Nikade all the way over there? Because they both said they were going to stamp out coals, so I put ah, them near the nearest coals. That makes sense. All right. Uh, from the animated coals, we are down to Percy. Um, Percy is going to um, move into the room here, like gets the doorway, um, do a double take at um, Solstice, and move past him. Um, over here, uh, staying as far away as possible, um, and <laughs> stuttering. Um, how or would you say these things are the size of a small campfire or small? <laughs> um, so about yay big, so small campfire, yes, or, or ish. They're uh, definitely a bonfire size. <laughs> uh, can I attempt druid craft on them? You can attempt it. Because it says you instantly light or snuff out a candle, torch, or small campfire. I am going to give them a save. Okay. Save. Against your spell casting ability. Oh, um, so normal DC? Yeah. Uh, um, so that is a 21 for the first save. <laughs> I mean, I'm only guess. I can only guess our one, and that's the yeah, that, that. I mean, you gotta yeah. respect that. <laughs> I, that's I, fire. As you cast druid fire, and it drops to the ground and rolls out of the way, leaving scorch marks oh. behind its path. <laughs> Anything else on your turn? <laughs> no. Okay, Cody. Uh, Cody. The buckets. The buckets. Are there buckets? Where are there buckets? On the workbench in the middle of the room, there are three buckets, two of which are filled with water, one of which is empty, and a fourth is in the Bullywog's hand. It's actually bouquet. Okay. Like a British TV show from the 70s? Yachting on the 10s. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> Good old home day, guys. I'm going to cast this after strike, which means I now no longer provoke attacks of opportunity. Okay. And then I'm going to move here. Zephyr strike, but air, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to grab a bucket, and then I'm going to put the bucket on one of them. Like on top? So, so two of the buckets were full of water, one was empty. Just one of the ones with water. Okay. Make an improvised weapon attack. Can I throw the bucket? That will be an improvised weapon attack. Just trying to figure out if I'm better at throwing things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be what would someone add to an improvised weapon attack usually? Um, I believe generally nothing unless you have something that says that you're proficient in improvised weapons. And then so an improvised weapon wouldn't use your proficiency, but it would still use dex or strength depending on how you're using it. Going to throw it. Uh, so minus two, 15? Uh, 15 will not hit. Okay. Well, I just wasted oh one of the buckets of water. Um, uh, As you fling the water, and Percy, you are drenched. <laughs> you see the coal in front of you dance between its two legs as a little crack of a smile seems to appear. And there's this cracking <laughs> sound within it that is akin to snickering. All right. So I, would you say that a bucket is a one-handed or two-handed weapon? You can pick. Uh, one-handed is fine. All right. Uh, so I can throw a dart as a bonus action, because I did make an attack roll. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Uh, 11 is not going to hit. <laughs> On the other side, your hair and gone. Cade is a whistling past your ear as a dart into the wall above your head. Yeah, watch it. I'm trying. I don't know how, when I threw it at the floor, it went there, but... Bounced. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we're all gonna die. Uh, <laughs> Anything else on your turn? Nope. Okay, can actually, you to actually you? retract that dart throw because Zephyr Strike was a bonus action, so oh, okay. I couldn't have actually done that. So. Now that I think about it, I just forget that a bonus action is working. So. All right, we are down to Cade. Okay. Um, don't forget Jelter's on three. Yes. Um, stamping out the fire on my sleeve, I'm going to... So, it is an action to put out a fire. What? Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any reminder that I have this? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> And I can't cast spells as a bonus action, can I? If the spell says you can. Mm -hmm. I did, okay, to be fair, I did let Solstice rip off his pants okay. as a free action. Oh, I asked So if you're them. not... Oh, okay. I did ask for as my reaction, because he was attacking me. I just wanted... Anyway. So you can use your reaction to like, rip off a sleeve or something, but to actually put out the flame is an action. And keep in mind, you Go are already duck down ducking it, so... <laughs> Yeah, maybe I just go grab was... a bucket and try to put it out. Of all the times not to have create destroy water. Like, of all the times. That's a lot of attacks of opportunity. 
For those at home, uh, we decided in a previous yeah. episode that our hair and gone party member has been Donald Ducking it this entire time. It James, means he doesn't wear pants. He wears a waistcoat and a lovely sleeved shirt mm-hmm. and nothing else. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, that's, that seems like the most effective for everybody else. Very pleasant. What do yeah. you... Uh, it would be nice to have advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's um, only a three by three, though. So you're How using do it? your reaction to rip it off and then putting out the fairy fire? I'm going to... Yes, as a reaction, I'm going to rip off my sleeve, uh, toss it behind me dramatically, um, shout, Cody! I may need to borrow some of that cloth later. I am now indecent. <laughs> As it goes sailing through a window from outside, you hear a that the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry! <laughs> and then I'm going to cast Fairy Fire. It shows your area of effect here. Whatever is going to get the most effectiveness here. So you could get these three... Is this a wall filter? Uh, yes. Okay, so unless you move, you can only get these three. I mean, I can move. You can move there, but even then, because it, so it's a three by three cube that originates from your square, so it has to touch your square. A twenty foot cube. Is it a twenty foot cube? A twenty foot yeah. cube. It's a four by four cube. Yeah. So one, two, three. In four. a twenty foot cube, up to sixty feet range. <laughs> so you did one that's one two three or one two you still can only get three no matter how you look at it yeah so because that wall yeah well wait one two three four if you started it here um one, two, three. Four. I will let the spirits tell me One, where to two, place three, it four. for the most oh, effectiveness. Put it on that. It would spread around corners, maybe? Which one's the draw tool? That's totally fine. Yeah, if you want to do that. Perfect. I'm going to do that. Okay, so it's hitting. All right, so they get a deck save to avoid it. Which? What does that look like? It's not. Um, that I go from tossing that behind me, the piece of my sleeve behind me to kind of drawing in the air and it starts out of my finger comes like green smoke almost and it just kind of settles down and as it settles down we'll see if it sticks so going top to bottom and i'll go uh, left to right okay. here um this one got an eight this okay. one got an 11 this one got a 25 <laughs> this one got a 16 and this one got a 13. oh that bottom one would be hit by it one, two, three, four, yeah, what? But where are you placing it to get? You place it here. The 25 and the 16 save. Okay. Which one's the draw So, I'll give you a little marker so you know which ones are fairy fired. So it's two, three, four. Not picking. One, two. Three, four. Perfect. So I mean, you have to make a spell saving instrument spell then. Does that is that real? Yeah, it's all creatures. Yeah, right? it's all creatures. Yeah, not of your choice. Are you all creatures? 
plus a plus dex. I am included in all creatures. Hey, I passed. I met my own spell save. <laughs> Yay. Wait, does it go to attacker or defender? Either, either way I lose? Either way I win? All right, so putting a little marker on Jake now as he's affected by... <laughs> um, okay, so that is all of the fairy fired. That is all of the fairy fire. The little green smoke sticks to them and kind of outlines them for everybody. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to shout... Also, Cody, I hope that helps. Um, we'll we'll talk about the cloth later. I do appreciate it. I am very indecent, and that's my bardic to you. As you get uh, little hoo-hoos from all of the ones that are affected, uh, Colberry Doughboy style, Pillsbury Colboy. I don't. Oh. We'll try to find a way to make this work. Colberry Charboy. Colberry Charboy. I like it. Um, all right. So and you just burnt Pillsbury Doughboys. Yeah, I mean, if you cook it long enough. Uh, anything else, Cade? Nope. All right, now it is Ikrin's turn, and he is going to come forward to this one and try and hit it with the water that he has still in his bucket. And that is going to be... Well, he's going for this one in the middle. Uh, let's see here. This guy? Yeah. Okay, that's going to be an 18 from him with his throw, and that does hit. So it does a certain amount of damage as you see the water come flying out of his uh, bucket and splashes on it with a sizzle and steam as the light within the coal begins to fade and the eyes that are barely distinguishable underneath turning white with rage. And we are down from Ikrind, the Duke, to Jeltra. Jeltra is uh, currently a very flammable wolf uh, with nothing but natural attacks. Um, in your playbill, you'll see the little notice that says in this evening's performance, Jeltra will be played by Rio. We all need to understand. You guys got playbills, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just have her like scoop up some fight. water in her mouth oh, and that's spit good. it on one of them. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. She can't do swimming creatures. Do what she's saying. Yeah. Run to the river here. Scoop the water up and spit it. And then run in and spit. Can wolves spit? Or Can the I... wolf get in the water and then go out and then do the dog yeah. shake? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or get some water and dump it on him. Just like... All right. Jeltra is going to <laughs> jump into the water. <laughs> That's. Ten feet right there, is that enough? Or does she need to go farther? Okay. It just has to be enough where she can roll over and then get back up. 15, 20, 25. See, this is my problem. Does she fit in here? <laughs> I mean, if she sticks her head in Pulls here. lives. I can get around corners. So is she what good not? here? Sure. And then she's just going to body that charcoal. With all her wetness. Like flop down on it? Yeah, flop down and then or roll around, flinging water everywhere. <laughs> okay, make an unarmed strike attack. Okay. She could even just, like, roll into a cup. <laughs> yeah. Make an unarmed roll attack. Never mind. Never mind. Out of nine. <laughs> they are 
again, like that big. So I think that's part of the difficulty with them is that they're fast little buggers that are a little bit hard to catch. They're pieces of charcoal. How much do we think they weigh? Not a lot. I mean, that much charcoal. Maybe 15 pounds, maybe? Damn. Just so she's not in the way. What's her movement speed? Uh, she has 50. Oh, yeah. Okay, so from that we are back to the top of the round with Solstice. Our naked wonder. <laughs> okay. Facing the cold yeah. with very few flammable items left upon himself. Do I see him from over here? <laughs> Improvised weapon. I mean... And it's a weapon you're very familiar with. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm 100% kidding. So there is a hum- there there is a French word for that though. I can't remember what it is. Okay. Golden showers. Lord protect me. I call and then I cast shield of faith. Leaves swirl up around me. Um and then I where is the nearest bucket? Uh there's one bucket left and it is on this bench here. Okay. So oh, that I good. grab that okay. and I try to douse the one that was in that I previously trying to okay down, so out. go ahead and make an improvised weapon attack man oh, man 11 oh wait i have an advantage don't it no not on that one fuck if you wanted to attack this one instead you would have advantage <laughs> if you let me do that yeah. <laughs> oh my god all right 12 no. okay so yeah that goes across and ikrin gets now drenched with water Throw me the bucket so I'll get more water, I say. is a free action, and then that's it. He looks up at you and goes, Thank you for protecting me from the fire. Because <laughs> he was bucket. Do I have to roll the gadget? Or... No. Okay. Okay. Uh, and you, I mean, you have movement, so if you want to run oh, outside yeah. this turn, oh, you can okay, run outside. Yeah, cool. And then I will re- get as far as I can, get more water in those two buckets. 15. So don't forget about yeah, I forgot. So I think you can get back. Okay, you're back with uh, with three buckets of water. And from there, we are down to the coals! Mm. Um, them seeing that you have water, the first one is going to attack you again. Yes. I does not like that. Uh, that is a 15 hit. No! Alright, and this time you are able to dance, spilling just a little bit of the water as it tries to go between your feet. All the bits are jiggling and jingling. Uh, the next one goes after Percy. Does a 25 hit? Me? Yes. Oh, yeah. Two fire damage, and uh, if your pants are flammable, they catch fire. They sure fucking are. This has become a great a game of, like, strip the coal for some reason. It's not been intentional. Um, fire, liar, pants on fire. Next one is going after... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going after Cody. Does a 21 hit? Yes. Three fire damage yeah. and an article of clothing that you are wearing catches fire. Uh, as this you one's going to run up to right? Ikrind. 15 does hit Ikrind and he will get one, but he was just doused in water, so he does not catch fire. These two are going to come up to Cade. Uh oh. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Does a 13 hit? Uh, no. Does a 26 hit? Ah. <sighs> Appreciate you. Why can we not roll above ten, but they can roll almost thirty? This is not. To be perfectly fair, peek behind the curtain. They do have a plus seven to their attack. Wow. (laughs) Uh, So that is. uh, I guess all they have to do is touch you. So I guess that makes some sense. Two fire damage, and your other sleeve catches fire. 
All right, from them, we are down to Percy. Okay, Percy is going to, like, look around frantically, um, and he's going to fly up, which will in turn attack, I think. But And you are still on fire. As so, he does that, okay. I want to angle my back and use my wings as I push off to try to blow him about. Okay. <laughs> if I can. Okay. Okay. So I'm trying real hard. Okay. Let's think about this. Um, I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and call. If that works. I'm going to so call that okay. because of like the breadth of wind, we'll say. I'll call that a con save from him to try and stay lit. Cool. Um, so that is a an 11. Against my spell save? Right? Yes. Okay. That fits. Okay, so go ahead and do a D6. One. Okay. As you see, the fire take the damage and then fizzle back into life as the oxygen is pumped through it. Fuck! And you take two fire damage. Because you are still on fire. Uh, anything else on your turn? Is my pants? Yeah, one of your pant legs. Can I reaction rip it off? <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. Okay, so you're now going without one leg. Uh, and we are down to... Oh, hold on. Steal the thunder. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Um... Cosmo? Yeah, Cosmo. <laughs> um... Did you use your bonus actions or no? No. Um... Cosmo's gonna roll over to this one, and he's gonna jump up and try to smash it. Okay, so we're gonna use that as a force rend. So go ahead and roll with advantage, right? Yeah, it's in very fire. That is a dirty 20. That hits. Okay. Wouldn't that be great as like a moment to now say like, sorry, no. that doesn't hit. <laughs> um, that is five force damage. As the <laughs> hamster ball comes down splat, it pulverizes the coal into powder that is spread across the floor and fizzles before darkening into ash. Fuck you. All right. Excellent, hamster. <laughs> are we complimenting Cosmo? Good job, Cosmo. <laughs> From there, we are down to Cody. Cody, Cody. Stay I'll hold a bucket out to you if you'd like it. I'd have to cross the room to get yeah, it. Yeah, you would. <laughs> excuse me, pardon me, excuse me. <laughs> My reach good, sir. A 16 hit? 16. Wait, I have advantage. 16 hit? 16 does not hit. What? Offhand? Wait, don't you have inspiration? What does that do? I you can't do have oh, yeah, yeah. What is 6? D6? D6 now. Okay, 16 plus... That Five. will hit. That right. will hit. 21 will hit. Okay, so a lot of things need to happen to that guy. So first things first, he will take... He will take... 57 damage. <laughs> piercing damage. Okay. Pierce. And then two 
Hunter's Mark damage, which I think is just piercing damage again. Uh, and it's out. As you fling it, hits straight through. No, and it, I'm oh, says you stab it, hit straight through, and cracks it in half. All right, and then I would like to move here, and then my offhand, I will throw a dart at the one that I will have advantage against right here, and I'm going to try for a sharpshoot. Sharpshoot? I'm going to use physical dice because D&D Beyond is really pushing us for content today. <laughs> All right, that is a 18, 13. A what? What did you hear? <laughs> I heard 25 minus 18. No. <laughs> what? 13. That does not hit. Yeah, I thought you were just ignoring him because he we know 13 is not hit. <laughs> I was like, well, they're just ignoring him until someone else. I made I made the dumb move of looking down at the Twitch chat for a moment. I was like, oh, what is this response? Like, Sir, you are running a battle. Don't respond right now. <laughs> like, my bad. I'm so sorry. My battle went to a side. Uh yeah, so that's my turn, my useless turn. You put and... one out, chill. <laughs> <laughs> and uh thank you to 20 Karas. <laughs> or Karas? Karas. I'm not sure exactly the context Karas. to pronounce it properly, but Karas. yeah, thank you. Um <laughs> Uh, thanks, Polar Knights. Yeah, and Polar Knights commented that we have every stage of beard growth in the room right now. Beard. Hey. Um, <laughs> okay, apologies, apologies. Uh, from Cody, we are down to Cade. Um, <laughs> Next battle, we're going in reverse beard order. <laughs> am I second in this, or am I? The when you go to shave it, you shave to this and go, Oh, I like that, and then you keep it. Oh, well, so are you the beginning or the end? Exactly, it's beard growth. So I feel like you're the beginning. I feel like I'm the end because you grow no. the beard and you shave it all because off. That's not beard. Beard. No. So, okay, <laughs> <laughs> what are you um, about that cold? <laughs> I hold the bucket up to <laughs> you. How far? I shaved into a mustache. I shaved into a mustache on purpose. And so I love it. I like you with a mustache. You look great with it. Thank you, thank you. Uh, is it feasible to get to Solstice without taking... A is it what? How many attacks of opportunity would I take? And also, am I going to get hit in the head with Solstice? Can you, can you dodge can you... but still make your way back? Could he dodge and then still throw a bucket of water? Um, so he You could can... throw a bucket of water on that one. You take get two to me, attacks douse that yeah. one, and then I can run over there on my turn. It'll be two attacks. It's actually three, because you're here. Oh. So it'd but be you can disengage dodge. from one of them. That's what I'm saying. Like, can you? Oh. But that would be your action. Yeah. Not dodge, disengage. Do I risk it for the biscuit? Well, got something else. Do something else. Not much else at this point. Nothing that's going to be so effective. Yeah. Um. In. In the annoyance of his clothes lighting on fire, I'm just gonna run. I could try. You could Are yell you for me and throw the bucket. Anyway? I don't think that. Because if you do disengage, you don't take any attacks or opportunity from anything. But then mm -hmm. I don't get to throw. Right, but I'm just saying if you're trying to get over there without taking any, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Then what I'll disengage. Okay. okay. 
So I, you're getting to here. I start <laughs> as I run away. What you're that? you're putting yourself down as you're like running. Yeah. As a bonus action, you could pull a spirit. I could. You might get something that like puts all out all flames near you. I don't know what the options are. Yeah, it randomly starts raining. <laughs> uh, I am just going to go and receive the water bucket. Okay. All right. So now bucket you have water. a bucket of water in your hand, uh, standing between a large naked man, a small flying gentleman, a large hamster in a metal wheel, and a lit coal. How did I get here? Quite the party. Uh, do I have? You really gotta ask that? yourself about your life choices yeah, at that yeah. point. You still have a bonus action <laughs> and a right reaction. Scratch, so let me explain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a bonus action, I, because I'm so much shorter than Solstice, I look straight ahead at Solstice, and then no. I look up and go, "Wow, congratulations!" And you have party inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I am dying. I am dying. And now we are going from Cade to Ingrid. Anyone can get inspiration. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm playing in my head. Alright. Seeing uh, it's half mine, can I get half the inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> Ingrid is going to grab a pot off the stove and try and smash the one in front of him, so that'll be an improvised weapon attack from him. And that is a 16 to hit, which is going to miss as the pot clangs into the floor. As a bullywug, he does have multi-attack, so he's going to try that again. And his multi-attack is with his bite. So you hear this <laughs> as he tries to he take it into it. his mouth. <laughs> which is a 22, so that does hit uh, and does more damage. Knocking out this coal as he takes... Uh, ooh, as he takes three fire damage in turn. Worth it! Spitting out the spent coal onto the ground as it rolls clanking away from him down to Jeltra. Okay, can Jeltra shift down but into the bottom right-hand corner of her square? No, I uh, unwild shape. Oh. Can you shrink her, Jeltra? Alright, and she's gonna go around the bullywood down to right here. And how dirty do these walls look? Mm -hmm. Um, they are made of uh, wood and clay. Okay, so Thunderwave, level two. Okay. <laughs> that means they need to make con saves. Alright, that is a three and a seven. All right, so they both fail. Okay. So them and the wall behind them <laughs> take eight thunder damage and are pushed ten feet that way. All right, they both basically vaporize into floating ash that's now falling to the ground as they had this look of shock upon their faces in the final moments, and then you hear outside... A barrel slamming into a wall, <laughs> and some sort of liquid starting to trickle out of it. Apologies, that was loud. <laughs> um, all right, anything else from Delta? Um, do we think we're gonna take a short rest after this? I hope so. We fucking not. You guys just did two battles, so. Uh, and then 
No, it was a bonus action to the wild shape. So yeah, that's all she can do. Okay, we're back to the top of the round with Solstice. All right, I try to douse that one. Okay. And you have Bardic. That's a six. Yeah, it should have set up a flank. Wow. Okay, so it's 13 plus 2, 15. That's not hit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. uh, I think that's all. Yeah. Um, how many bucks do you have left? Two. Two full? Yeah. No, he took one. one. Oh, okay. So then one with water in it. From there, we are down to the coals. As you see the coals standing between the three of you, eyeing each other, <laughs> as if to determine the flammability of its target. Didn't Jeltra have shaped water? Settling on the one covered with fur. Oh. Mm, sad. Does a... Does a crit hit? <laughs> Oh no, name. we have such good crit rolls. <laughs> <laughs> the crit's so nice, it hit twice. That will be uh, 27, so 8 fire damage. Oh, I think 27. 8! 27, 27 to hit is there. Oh, I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> They've just been doing twos and threes this whole time, and then suddenly <laughs> it lights the entire building. It's supernovas, basically. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. that is the only coal remaining, so that is the end of their turn. It has been three rounds, so it is fully photon tuned. So could you know, just... Oh my god, Starfinder, no! no uh, okay. <laughs> For those at home, that's a Starfinder I reference. Play not. Starfinder, it's a really fun game. Uh, if you like Crunch. I mean, you like... invite us to play with you. Yeah! <laughs> Percy. Please. Please. On that uh, galactic note, it is your turn. Galactic note. I'm going to fly over to um, Solstice and not looking anywhere but in his eyes, grab the bucket and fly and try to dump it on top of this one. Okay, go ahead. Uh, it's otherwise oh, attacker. Are you? Where are you standing to? So I'm flying. Yes, but where are you flying to? To to make the attack. Um. Oh, directly over this one. Okay. Why? Okay. okay. <laughs> um. It's just. What's that? The coal's evolving. Improvised attack roll, right? Is that right? If you hit B, it'll stop that. Uh, yeah, it'll be improvised attack roll. Make a like hardcore fucking one joke. Yeah. <laughs> hardcore. Um, that's a 14, so that's not gonna hit, probably. Okay. No, 15s don't hit. I was waiting for your plus, and then, no, that's not gonna no, hit. No, I was with the plus. So I'm gonna fly up, five, I'm gonna fly to the ceiling. Okay. And then have Cosmo come over and do a, do a rend. Try to smashy smash. And if it does the rend from over there... You're opposite somebody. Oh fuck yeah! Thanks, bud. Oh, the I was trying. To, I was trying to get at it without saying it on the oh, first one. <laughs> okay, I just assumed flying it wouldn't give me. So, what about your enemy Cosmo? I could have done well, this one. Damn it! Um, that's seventeen. Does not hit. Seventeen yeah. doesn't hit. No, go ahead and eighteen. The they. 
Oh, I had an 18. Oh, dude, okay. The hamster ball hits just wrong so that the colon's up inside of it, and there's this moment of clanking panic <laughs> as they try to get <laughs> untangled from one another, but uh, in the end, they do. I've they decided do Cosmo's voice is very deep, so it's a squeak! <laughs> <laughs> um, now we are down to Cody. Oh. Right. Uh, do I now have disadvantage because it's in the hamster ball, or is that just flavor text? Just flavor. It, okay. they, it was a moment of entanglement before they got un, unencumbered by one another. But no, Cosmo might be glowing a little bit. They got into an entanglement. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> just a normal dart attack. Nope. Alright. Bonus action dart attack. Nope. Jesus Christ. I'm so done. <laughs> it's not my turn anymore. <laughs> okay. It's not your turn. We're down to Cade. Oh, I'm going. Dear, dear, flammable Cade. Dear, <laughs> flammable Cade. Um, Just I'm, remember, you're still flammable after you're naked. I'm, I'm very singed as it is. <laughs> That's why it's attacking you. Uh, I'm going to try to dump the water on. Okay, go ahead and make an improvised weapon attack roll. Uh, I add my dex modifier. Is that how that works? Huh? Yeah, but not proficiency. And if you're blanking, maybe. There's no oh, okay. Oh wow. Um, There's oh, just one wow. left, but there are. It's like when you when you have like a whole room full of small things, and you get down to one, and that last one's it's just so hard because there's a little, you know. I mean. Let's let's walk away. <laughs> I feel like we're Close in one of the episodes of like I don't know Tom and Jerry where they're like trying to kill Jerry <laughs> and it's all these people and he's just like scurrying around like no. What I want to know is you. how do we even get out of this building? Because there's no door on this side that leads to this bridge. We have to go around. We didn't even need to we're come around. here. <laughs> I walked around it. I run out to the water and refill my bucket. Okay. Uh, we had a opportunity. Yeah. Shit. So Cade said, "Pee in the bucket." Cade said, "I'll fuck it. Gonna fill that damn bucket." Um, and that is a does an eleven hit you? Does not. Okay. I flip so it off. You're as able I'm to. Past. <laughs> and we are down to. I don't have enough movement to get back. I have thirty feet of movement. Ekrin's going to come over and make another attempt. His tongue singed, so he doesn't really want to do that again. But he does manage to hit it for damage. If he does it, that did it. Right. It is still alive. Oh, are you serious? It is much, like much dimmer, feet. but it is still alive. And we are down to Jeltra. Jeltra! Jeltra has produced flame as a cantrip. Let's make it worse. You want to emulate them? I don't understand. And this might be. Because she is new. She did have shape water at one point, did she not? Because she was using it to to put the water away. Did she get rid of it, though? But you can't do that with cantrips. That's why I'm like... Yeah, every time you can do that with Tasha's rules, you can get rid of cantrips. You can switch out cantrips. you level up. Yeah. So if she's just going to run up and try and stab it with a dagger, uh, I don't want her to take the flank position, because I really doubt, even with advantage, she's going to hit, so. Yeah, 15. Okay. From Jolter, we are back up to Thulsted. Um, I reach for the bucket of water Kate just got. 
and I have a ten foot reach, so I'm <laughs> not to move. You, you, you glaive it. You glaive it. <laughs> okay. Oh no! If you reach it, which one of you guys is going to cooperate? And you have advantage because you are flanking. Oh, thank God! All right, twenty-one. That will hit. Excellent. D six for the damage Oosh. of water. Three. Okay. As finally, how do you do it? I just douse it and then drop the bucket on it. <laughs> you see the steam beginning to rise and then the bucket comes right <laughs> down on top of it. Goodness! You're out of combat. I put out the fire that I was on fire because I did that. <laughs> that was um, quite an oh, so take another two damage. Um, as Ikrind huffing and puffing and trying to rub the coal off of his tongue turns to all of you. Oh, terrible great thanks to uh, uh, Zim Zim visiting, and I would like to introduce myself, Duke Ekrund. My love I... killed him. He ruined my pants, killed him now. That seems an overreaction. Maybe the fellow can help us find some more pants. Oh, well, if you're looking for pants, perhaps go to see the king. Here, uh, one moment, and he goes and he shuffles through the items on the table and he lifts it up a brass beetle brooch it will help you to gain the king's trust you wear it to show friendship with the soggy bottom court may i oh and i affix it to my shirt feeling a little bit better about my ruined outfit a terrible, terrible thing that happened to Saboteur, Saboteurs. Why would get in here? Why were Coles attacking you? Uh, well, you see, this is uh, this is uh, this is a balloon factory where we we manufacture those lovely swamp gas balloons you see outside. But of course, swamp gas, very flammable, very flammable. And well, Saboteurs came and tossed the enemy inside the shop. I am lucky to be alive and here with my head, if not all of my marbles. Why don't you talk like the other Bullywoods? Well, I'm a man of culture. I'm a duke. Mm. Completely unrelated to roleplay. Yes. I think everybody did. Yeah, we all How much damage? I've taken like 13 damage. And I have Jeltra. It's not a touch me. And I have Jeltra. It's really you. So Jojo will come over and very motherly heal you for five. All right. So insight, and I'm trying to determine if I should. I, I just, oh, we already took the beetle thing. Never mind. I don't know why. Cody's going about. to go around and angrily pull his darts out of the walls and out of the creatures of this room. So he has all his darts back. <laughs> Where can we find the king? We thought he was in here. No, 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 just a factory here, humble factory, humble factory. Uh, he will be just across the bridge away here. You can't miss him past the severed heads. Will you uh, please escort us? Severed us? heads? Is there a mirror in here? Uh, Do you have a mirror? I would like to go to a new On, <laughs> on the wall, there is what looks like a blackened picture frame, and he takes it out, and he starts to on it and then his tongue just rolls out onto the mirror and licks up and down 
until it's mostly clean and dented, seemingly made of metal, so not quite clear. I'm going to pick it up and try and recite what I heard them say, uh, Mr. Witch, Mr. Light. Performance, maybe? Go ahead. <laughs> Why do <Love> we... <laughs> the mirror in your hand has a sense of vibration, power. This home? And you can see a glint beginning to form in the center of it. And as the glint gets closer and closer, you feel the breath of the Bullywog as he leans over, holding a lantern towards it. <laughs> if you could step away, this is very dangerous, what I'm attempting. Uh, I don't know what he's attempting. I'm going will to take you... us to a new realm. Will... <laughs> will you take us to see the king? You're a duke? I'm unfortunately terribly busy, but I can walk into the bridge. I think we would be most... Uh, appreciative if you could take us all the way there. Please. Pretty. If you insist, you can do me a great service. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. And he will straighten up his scorched uh, doublet and cravat and all of them still soaked with swamp water from when you doused him with the bucket um, and lead you all outside. Oh, good sir. Can, can, you might, can we maybe take a rest real quick before we, before we go? Be my guest. I have plenty of cleaning to do. Okay. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I mean, um, it seems weird to do it, but yeah. I mean, I'm literally half Uh, I'm just afraid we're somebody. Somebody want to maybe farm Yeah, they can do that. They can mm -hmm. of rest us. So instead of a long rest, virtual rest. Shelter has three HP. When did that happen? With the Maris. Oh shit. Um, and short <laughs> rest. I know. As the song of rest commences, we shall also take a moment of rest, and we'll be back in ten minutes. All right, sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties, but we are back again, and we are rejoining the group directly after a short rest. It would not be MMMcast without tech difficulties. Yeah, you cursed us. I did. I did. I was so excited. So we're not here. Just so ignore that, guys. <laughs> How much of my pants are wearable now? <laughs> um, perhaps we can just do a little recap and get you guys on the bridge, I guess. Oh, okay. I don't know how you guys want to do it. So we well, did a short rest. Should we just redo it? Sure. <laughs> so we short rested. How much of our pants are left over? <laughs> <laughs> they are tattered, but generally speaking, still wearable. It's like you have a waistband and all of the front fabric and back fabric, but now there's scorched slits down the sides of the. the, the Almost the... more fashionable. Yeah. <laughs> it's It's very runway. Don't look at me, my darling. I know you will find my clothing hideous. To be honest, I don't really mind. I get to see more of your perked bottom. Excellent. It's a win-win. Don't worry. I I made a sewing kit while we were resting, so I, I can fix your clothes if you want. Percy, when, Andy. We, when we find a long rest tonight, could you repair my shirt? I feel quite indecent without sleeves. He already promised to make me a full suit, so after he's completed that order, then we can see to... I missed the part where he agreed to that. It was the other day. 
Percy just starts whistling. <laughs> Um, Nick Cage takes out a gold piece and just hands it up to Percy. I'm not flying. Uh, and, to be, and to be quite fair, uh, Solstice only wears clothes for our benefit anyway. Yes, it was quite invigorating being in battle, feeling the sweat glide down my body, <laughs> and feeling no encumbrances. I imagine it was rather comfortable being a warm. It was in the room. That too. You had said you would take us to. Oh, sorry, it's distracted. Distracted. He kind of grumbles around as he digs throughout the shop and straightens things up that are about to fall to make sure that they're not re-catching fire while he's gone. And he waddles his way out of the room. He is a small, very rounded frog with a large head. Um, and eyes that are kind of always going around, looking in different directions. Sometimes, <laughs> I don't even know frogs can do that. It's He's better a, this way to be able to take in everything that you can. I imagine that's helpful. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like you get dizzy. Well, so... to the bridge of the monarchs, and as he says that you see the flat wood planking of this bridge, which spans one arm of the lake, is lined on one side by rows of bullywug heads on wooden spikes. Look at how cute they are! At the center of the bridge, a small figure sits, semi-enshrouded in mist, so you really just see an outline with some large hands that appear to be resting in its lap. The figure appears to be talking to itself in bemoaned tones, but then... The severed bullywood heads nearby erupt into a cacophony of voices, some indignant, others sympathetic, a few closer to you at the end of the bridge, calling out, What? I couldn't hear that. What did he say? <laughs> Foul beasts! <laughs> Solstice, no, no. It's worth it. The head <laughs> rotates on the spike to look down at you. I was King Galabon the Eighth. How dare you, Foul Raider? Well, now you're just ahead. How is this happening? Fair, fair, fair. Solstice, they... How do you produce sound without lungs? They... Excuse me? <laughs> they're all quite ahead of us. Don't... But I don't think they're really that ahead in life right now. Don't mind... No, they're ahead above. Don't mind the aid. And the one next to it begins to croak. Yeah, he's just frustrated at being at the end. It's hard to hear unless the conversation is close. Well, I mean, is he at the end or at the beginning? Hmm. The beginning of the end. Finish off. One the, the one on the third begins to turn to that one, and all three of them begin to have this very long discussion in Sylvan mixed with croaks about whether they are indeed at the end or the beginning. I speak Sylvan, but I don't want to be part of the conversation. Wait, has this all been in Sylvan? Yes. Oh, okay, Percy's just looking around. Um, what it's is so I... weird that you don't speak Sylvan. <laughs> what does this dude look like? Do we have a handout or anything we can see? Uh, you have not approached it yet, so right now it is just an outline walking. of the fog. Mm -hmm. I start walking on the... Yeah, I believe Cade was leading the way. I lead the way. I'm assuming Solstice after that. Hmm. I approach and I... Uh, Stranger didn't ask permission to cross the bridge. 
Hello. Oh, hello. I see your all ears. No, no, wait. Do the line where who's talking to the head? Because that's what gave me the idea to run back and get something. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what I said. We're trying to recreate what happened while we were muted, and it's a little it's challenging. Something about it was all oh yes, yeah. <laughs> Clapperclaw is speaking, gesticulating wildly to one of the heads. It was truly beautiful. The antlers were just right, and it sat perfect balance upon my shoulders. <sighs> All right. So Cody, hearing that, he runs back to get something from the workshop. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. My name is Nicade. Ah, oh, lovely to meet you, Nicade. I am Clapperclaw. Oh, appropriate. Clapperclaw. As it turns its head between each of you to look, you begin to see that the head is a gourd. Uh, attached to its shoulders, and each time it turns to look at a different person, nods or shakes its head, there is a jingle within as if coins are clinking together. Uh, Clapperclaw, I hear... Yes. Well, and I kind of motion for him in. He leans forward. <laughs> I, I hear you can take us to thither. Well. Not to be rude he looks over his shoulder at the frogs who as he looks up go from death glares, death glares at all of this as if they're taking in every single thing they can every little bit of entertainment turn to the sides back as they're looking but i wouldn't want to be seeing this indecently among polite company understood we uh we're here to we don't mind nudity. Uh, he, he pulls back a lapel and there's just straw. <laughs> uh, we don't I'm, judge. I'm told we don't mind nudity, which is new ditty to me. <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> we're also here to... I joke when I'm nervous, too. Thank you. Ah, wonderful to talk to. Um, we're here to Babadi the Hag. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, um, I have very little familiarity with hats, not having come into contact with one in my short lifetime. Perfect. So you know where I may find her. I can tell you. Shall we meet somewhere else? I cannot else? show you. Do we need to meet anywhere else, or can you tell me now? Hmm. I know of a lovely little workshop that was almost burned to the ground. Ganymede, can you keep a secret? And they've closed his head. Turns down. No. <laughs> <laughs> Will you not tell the court? Fuck the court. <laughs> I think we can talk here. Given that they are all opposed by current and past monarchs, and there's a cacophony of each of them accusing one another of the murders, and all of them agreeing that Gullop the 19th is weak. Lovely. Um, your instruction. Uh, well, I 
can't say her name, so I'm not quite sure what actions she has set up. Understood. But she is there. And he points to the center of the lake, where you see all of these different clothes lines leading from different buildings lead up to a cottage sticking out of the water itself. It seems ramshackle, several stories, suspended on stilts with a rickety-looking... Uh, you can see it here. Yeah, with a rickety-looking uh, dockway leading up to it through several stairs as it's perched on a well. Oh, oh, oh! She um... doesn't like very much to leave from my understanding which has made this a lovely place for me to stay it's very good for us as we distress will shut him we may get the element of surprise then what's the easiest way to get up there as it looks like it's all covered in fog i admittedly have not tried to get in so much as stay out Wonderful. Does she take meetings? Oh, there's chattering above you as each of them, and then finally one of them goes, and the others go silent for a moment. The king is the liaison between the outside. Thank you. She's not wrong. The king may be the easiest way to reach her. Although if you want to just enter, you could do that as well. Though I imagine you'd face greater hagstility. <laughs> why, why are you laughing? What's going on? <laughs> he made a funny joke. If, if you can... Find my head. He pops the gourd up, sets a peck down. I will gladly take you onward. I don't like much staying in one place for long. Wonderful. Where's your head? That's object. I lost it to this horrible heron gone fellow with long scarf. Took it from me, and I'm unsure what he did with it from there. It was beautiful. What was your head? It was a stag's skull. Antlers intact, gleaming in the sunlight. Give me a moment. Percy! Yeah. Do you remember us seeing a hag skull anywhere? A stag's skull. Do I remember seeing a stag Didn't. Someone, boy, the river. Didn't someone have a dream about something with a, a stag or some horns or something? Let's find out. <laughs> this is a tool that will help us later. It's dangerous to go along. Where? Well, where? Was my Could my stag skull be? This is where we looked through all his stuff. Thought we did, did too. I think he gave it to some. Well, um, I'm not giving it to the hat. 
I, okay, I believe what you all saw was a headless child-sized scarecrow with metal lobster claws for hands trying on new heads, including upside-down wooden bucket and a withered head of cabbage it decides on a large gourd. Um, a bullywog bedecked in the trappings of a monarch, constantly adjusting his ill-fitting crown of lily blossoms while leafing through a large tome spread across his lap. Sexy goat man. A satyr whistles to himself as he reclines in a metal cage that dangles off the end of a boom over a lake. That's what I remember. Uh, and a short, mean-looking old woman wearing a crimson cap, a leather apron, and iron boots uses a cleaver to chop meat in a drab kitchen. And we did see the, the desiccated heads as well. Yes. Rows upon rows of severed bullywog heads, all impaled on spikes, chatter at each other. Mm-hmm. Alright, well my plan now seems useless with the information you have found. You mm-hmm. might have returned with my plan then. Sure. Uh, so I'm coming back with one of the buckets, and I've used the dead charcoal to draw a very artistically drawn face on the front of it. The Papperclaw looks, and although there is no expression on the gourd whatsoever as it is a flat surface, he tilts his head. Uh, I just figured you would like a face. If you can find it, as he turns his head again, it clinks more. If you can find my skull, I would be more than happy to guide you for instance. <laughs> <laughs> What's the plan? How are we? Where's the hag? Did you guys figure anything out? Is all useless? We can't understand any of this. I will fill you in. speaking common. Oh, he is. Yeah, okay. the bullywug heads are speaking. Oh, okay. So we're looking for a stag skull. A stag skull for the uh, king. No, oh, for Clapperclaw here. Clapperclaw, put... this is Cody. Cody, this is Clapperclaw. Mm-hmm. Lovely to meet you. Takes your hand gently in his giant metal claw. Um, we found out where the I see. You know, fashion he... runs rampant in the realm. Why? Thank you. I wish I could say the same. Cody, we found. <laughs> we found out how to get to the you know who. How? Uh, she lives in a podium. Well, not a podium, a raised area. We can almost basically walk in. And so uh, the king will introduce us. The king can introduce us, or we could just bypass the king. I don't know yet. I mean, it's just water. What do you mean, just water? <laughs> and I don't like the water. So, is there any way we could? You have any way of uh, tracking our head? He puts his head in his claws. That would have been a good idea. <laughs> uh, I just—we took care of Agdon, and I'm not sure how we will find your skull now. Ikrind, could you help me work through something? Oh, the duke, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, if I'm to understand, the king of the Bullywoods oh. has a direct connection to the hag. He has, right, the knife to, yes. Yes. He has oh. the right to go to see the hag, correct? Oh. Is that incorrect or correct? Oh. Okay. So, and your society, anyone who kills the king becomes the new king? Well, 
Not anyone. You have to have support of the court. Ah. No, no king is an island. What if a foreign monarch were to take the, th- the throne? Well, I would imagine we would try to kill him. What if the foreigner had the support of the court? Kill the king? Sure. I, I'm smelling what Cody is stepping in. Is it? I'm not currently stepping in. I'm picking up what Cody is putting down. So a bullywug from another kingdom wishes to overthrow our king here. Don't tell him that. He won't like hearing it. Um, maybe not bullywug per se. Well. Not a bullywug. Not a bullywug. Listen, folk. Elven folk. Let's see. I look around, none of us are Elvin. Oh, <laughs> he looks around as well. But what about? I mean, technically, I technically, imagine one as ugly as that being able to garner the support of the court. The reason I ask about foreign rulers is technically, Solstice is from Moonwood, which is under the sovereignty of I mean, his father making solstice a prince did you bring your papers i make no claim to the bullywug throne these people need to be led by their own kind and without the papers it would be impossible Uh, what would the papers we don't believe in paperwork (laughs) each of the monarchs carries their decree of royalty so it just needs to be a decree of royalty Uh, i've never let it cool. Is forging a document lying? Because I'm not. Yes, it is definitely. <laughs> it's very much lying. I mean, if I just write a piece of paper, that's it's you're writing lies on the paper. <laughs> you did this to yourself. <laughs> Could I vouch for the papers? They are in my other vest. Do you have papers to say you can vouch for someone else's papers? <laughs> I am not a political scientist. I am a swamp gas scientist. You're not tasting what I'm baking. You are. He looks around. And, <laughs> I'm unaware of the location of your oven. You're not reading what I'm writing. Understood. I have been working on developing a swamp gas. Uh, Much more efficient than strange. Let's just go and deal with the king. Let's just go and deal with the king. <laughs> you're an, you're Wait, a lovely duke, and I appreciate you helping. Don't me. you Clapperclaw with us for that? Well, no, because Clapperclaw has a skull somewhere in hither. I perhaps Bablorna has it. Abdon did have to give her his best head. At, at the sounding of the name, his she claws go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm betting. I'm betting she who may not be named has it, yeah. And I say we leave Clapperclaw here to enjoy his company. To be clear, Clapperclaw, were you saying that you would help us find the hag if we found your head, or you would take us to thither if we found your head? The latter. So, it, it was a misunderstanding. Understood. To the king? Hag location, no go I. Yes. To the king? I will tell you before you go. Absolutely. If it's helpful. Bavlorna is a distrustful shut-in. I thought you wouldn't say her name. Well, bridge is crossed. <laughs> I mean, it's not technically wrong. Well, the muffins are already on the shelf. 
Where is your oven? <laughs> so I, I, I really want to support Unicade, but uh, idioms like that are technically untrue, so it's hard for me to... Forge documents of royal decree. <laughs> I think that was real, <laughs> not him. <laughs> You've used uh, idioms like that before, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the mistress of the lake is a distressful shudden who loathes her sisters dreadfully. She's incredibly dangerous. And she particularly hates my creator. Who created you? Granny Nightshade. I was able to escape, but just by the skin of my now detached teeth. Do you, Coulter, remember which one we made a deal with? I do. We don't know. We don't know? (laughs) We didn't get the name of the person we made a deal with? I don't believe so. It would would never have done that. (laughs) (laughs) You were so bloodstruck, you didn't care. I mean, Cody is not. We were young. Yeah, we were young. I used to be bloodstruck, but now I'm. Additionally, she has a pool in her cottage. It's very important to her. She spends a lot of time in it. Points back at the cottage over the lake. I mean, it's like 40 to 50 feet at least. If you look at the outline, if you scroll down, the outline around the bridge, that's the cottage, I'm assuming. So it's pretty big. It's the biggest building here. It's the whale. Oh. <laughs> it does look like a whale. No, the well. I heard whale, and I was oh. like, it does look like a whale. Yeah, shape-wise. Oh, yeah. oh, I see how that's supposed to be cut out from over there. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get that. I didn't catch that either. I didn't. Okay. Proud of you. Me too. Proud of you. Um, additionally, what? because I don't oh think goodness. that the picture uh, depicts it properly, Clapperclaw is three feet tall. Oh, oh he's hey. guy. I like him so much extra now. I yeah. loved him a lot already, but now it's like... Oh, we'll wait till we get into after party and we talk about his origin. Um, okay. With that... Well, before we leave, Percy's going to go up to Clapperclaw and say, uh, do you mind, really, pulls out a tape measure and starts measuring his claws. <laughs> and then looks over at Cosmo and, like, holds the tape measure. I hope. Looks, like, I hope I measure up to your expectations. You're a head above. Unfortunately. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't let it go to your head. No, it was funny. Oh. Did it oh, make you feel any better? It's I, just a sore spot. I mean, having to pull it on and off, yeah, I guess it would be sore. Are we talking about his butthole? I believe in there's just making fun. <laughs> oh. We're being very funny, Solstice. I being very bet you were. I uh, definitely I... disagree. I care about you all so deeply. Thank you I'm all. sorry, I interrupted you. What were you going to say? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, to the king! To the king? I will... I'll be here if I can provide any other information. You can have you excellent. provide any other information? Do you have questions? <laughs> well, yes. Um, How do we win over the king? Well, I was going to ask about his anatomy. Do you have sexual anatomy? 
I'm made of straw. So no, the answer is no. He can't be naked. You have truly been cursed, and I am going to lay a hand sorrowfully upon him. <laughs> Wait, were you a man before, or have you always been a scarecrow? I have no memories prior to my creation. Does that answer your question? I don't know. Does it? It does. He's always been a scarecrow. When you lay on a bed of straw, are you made of the bed, or is the bed made of you? That's a good one. Both. How do we get in the king's good graces? How do you keep the, your the lava claws from rotting? The metal. The metal. Aren't all lobsters made of metal? As far as the king's <laughs> races, I would, would be wary as um, a, a, a recent incident has put him on edge. Uh-oh. So Talavar, Talavar, the mistress of the lakes, hey. escaped prisoner, had help from Bullywugs of the Soggy Court to escape. And one of the accomplices currently languishes in prison, who helped awaiting trial, but it has him in a tizzy. We know him. It was quite the hubbub around the lake. We did no tell. Explosions. I stayed away. Planable. Good, good, good. Yeah, we saved Sir Talavar's life and yeah. set him free, and now he's on his way back to Queen Titania. Oh, he was a lovely fellow. I'm glad he was all right. Unfortunately, his wave jumper was dead. It was nice to be... what? His, his friend, whatever his name was, is, was dead. Oh. Yes. Wigglewog, yes, that's... He died in the crash. Brave soul. Though, um, rescuing Sir Talavar did lead us to reconnecting a pair of snakes who were long let their love drift into distrust of each other. Mm-hmm. Well, if you all have done such kind deeds of law around this land, then clearly... I have made an excellent choice in aligning myself with your interests. We also murdered some people. It happens. Shall we <laughs> off to the king? Yes. Thank you, Clapperclaw. We will be back. All right, before we get there, are we going to lie about anything? Because then I know what not to comment. We will probably lie on our motives. Okay. And our eventual end goals. Hopefully nobody asks me. Unless the king seems to not like the hag, and then maybe we do say. Yes. Um, would you like to work out a system whether where I signal for you to not say anything, or signal for you to interject? Why don't you just not talk? Yeah, I was going to say, I will just try not to say anything, unless okay. you say Cody something, Perfect. and then I will tell the truth. Excellent. I am drying what you're wedding. Yeah. Well... Not wedding anymore. <laughs> There's a jingle as Clapperclaw's head tilts again. Again, are you alright? <laughs> no, I've been indecent for quite some time. <laughs> I will take off my suit jacket and put the much too large garment on you. I like wrap up in it. Ah, wonderful. Remember manners! <laughs> 
What were you going to say, Solstice? <laughs> what are the manners again? Just don't talk. Would, would it be not manners to not talk? It would be more polite uh, to let one or two persons do the talking of the group. Less clamor, though. Hang on, though. Our manners reversed here because we're in a mirror world. It doesn't appear so. Are we sure, though? Let me try something. Manners are reversed because we're in a mirror world. No. We still value politeness. Yes, but politeness you, is please. rudeness where we come from. See, I'm saying it, so it has to be true. It doesn't work, though. <laughs> Well, I have lent you as far as I can, so why don't you leave? Mans have gotten us this far. I think we can continue to use them. You have the brooch. And the, and Thank you for the all your Duke help, Duke. turns back. Are we meant to sins. broach some conversation with that? Or... I don't think you're class it. <laughs> 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 he is does... that one funnier when Galena does it? <laughs> you really never get any good ones. <laughs> I think you also don't like do a tone with it. You just like put it up. Like, so Clapperclaw does have a weird little giggle when he really gets something. So that was. <laughs> yeah. Um, as you approach the other, I think that we should hop to it. Hop away. And then I hop. I <laughs> shake my head. And... What? He's a bunny. They're frogs. Fat uh, taste. No legs. Ooh. Oh. The head. <laughs> um, I mean this in all disrespect. <laughs> I have no respect for any of your opinions. <laughs> As you reach the other end of the bridge. They're reversed here. <laughs> a grand marble gazebo stands atop a mound of soggy earth, its white stone streaked with green algae. The support pillars have sunk into the muck unevenly so that the domed canopy now sits askew. Short steps ring the gazebo, leading to a raised floor where bullywugs dressed in shabby clothing lounge on pillows. Among them, a harpist sends forth delicate notes that mingle with the murmured croaking of the of the gathered nobles. <laughs> On a dais, a flabby bullywug wearing a crown of woven lily flowers sits on an ornate throne with his legs folded underneath him. He has a large leather-bound book on an ornate... Skipped a line, went back a line... <laughs> a large leather-bound book open across his lap and is mouthing the words he reads on the pages. Without looking up, he says, Have you no herald to announce your presence before the king goes up the 19th? He slams the book closed as if to punctuate his question regarding you for the first time. Sleepy Bullywood guards standing around their monarch snap to attention and ready their weapons. I bow deeply yeah. and go, announcing uh, Prince Solstice of Moonwood. 
Uh, Nick you can't Cade. lie. You can't say that. I honestly think of you as a prince. Oh my god! <laughs> that was your father. The loophole. The, king of the, the loophole of this is that if he can convince himself <laughs> that there is a truth, he can still lie. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I, now I should. We'll have to figure out if there's consequences for this one. I'm just saying that. It, I don't know if that's true because unicorns aren't kings and queens. Yeah, this and, se- it seems like we wouldn't adhere to such structures. Yeah, well, I'm stupid. This is a big so old So after saying I like I start to go down on me, then I stop and I then I just bow at the waist. Uh Prince Solstice of Moodwood, uh uh Nicade, uh a fortune teller of the Witchlight Carnival, uh uh, uh Persimmon Lionbottom? What is the last name? Long <laughs> I Bramble Moon. No, no, I'm actually asking as for you. Like, Persimmon's Bramble Moon of possible royal blood. Because <laughs> you don't Anyone's know who my parents a- are. <laughs> uh, and Sheltra Thistlewing of... The forest. Uh, the forest. <laughs> a baby crocodile slithers from one side of the throne to the other as it jumps up, putting its front two paws on the arm of the throne and he reaches over and pets its head. And then I will fade into the background like a herald should. Right? Yeah. But as I'm fading, I slate of hand to use the alchemist fire and then just... (laughs) And to what do I this pleasurable visit. Uh, your honor, we come in peace? I would hope so. <laughs> uh, and as he starts to laugh, everybody in the circle begins to fake laugh along with him. <laughs> Do too. <laughs> I kind of just like try to get the brooch to be seen. Ah! Ha ha ha! Oh, great king! Oh. We are honored to be in your court this day. And you come as an emissary of the duke. Well, we just met the, the good duke and helped him with some stray fire. Hmm, rabble rousers. Uh, good of you to assist. Was this is our we we always insist when we need see help is needed. <laughs> <coughs> was it um, was it was it great to see it happened? Uh, King Gollop. Oh yeah. my God! What you may call me, Gallop the Nineteenth. Uh, Gallop the 19th. Your Highness. Your Highness. We seek court with the one who rules the realm. I am before you. Uh, the great mystical one. There's a moment of panic in his eyes as he looks towards the center of the lake. You come in 
Breeze. In peace. Breeze. We wish to speak with her. Well, <laughs> only members of the Sawai court may meet with our Lady Bavlorna. Is it a long process to be indoctrinated into the court? Mm, no, 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 no. May we be members of the court then? Mm. Favor. Is favor? Favor. Yeah, favor. Like we need to do a favor for you, yeah, or favor? Yeah. Like what? He lifts up the tome. Mm. Mm. Belongs to our lady. Mm. And must be returned to our lady. Oh, oh. We will have you properly outfitted with clothing of courtly wares. So you may return the tome to our lady and let her know King Gallop the 19th kept it safe for her. Uh -huh. That seems agreeable. Pleasure to meet all of you. Uh -huh. The pleasure is ours. Um... Did not steal. That sounds kind of like you did Thank steal. You. Mm -hmm. A Can king doesn't steal? Yeah. Can I incite that? Sure. Because I remember that that is a... Ah! The wrong button. I remember that that's a thing I can do is incite. Maybe not well, apparently. That's a 13. Um, he didn't steal it, but something's there. Something iffy. Um, what time of day is it? How late in the uh, day? It's week? coming to, like, evening now, so it's, like, early evening sun setting. So are we in the center here? Yes. Um, so... Surrounded by lounging gentlemen and ladies, some of them reading books, some of them just looking at the sky, the occasional, as they catch a fly passing. So in Wild Beyond the Witchlight, we have determined that when you use speak with animals, you are not able to be understood by people who aren't using that spell, correct? When did we determine that? Like, did the snakes? Yeah, well, like, Jeltra would say something to snakes, but we didn't know what she was saying yes. until she told. Uh, so I would like to cast Speak with Animals and then kind of, like, listen if the alligator is adding anything to the conversation just while okay. this is going on. And then kind of, like, look at the alligator and go... As, so, <laughs> as, as you're talking, he continues to just little scritches the whole time. And what you get from the alligator is... Scritchy, 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 scritchy. <laughs> Scratch, scratch, scratch. Got dry skin. He looks at you and goes, Fish. Can I throw him a fish? Do you have one? 
Maybe there's one in my pocket. Can I roll? <laughs> Is this one in my pocket? <laughs> I'm just saying we were in the water earlier. <laughs> if you get a natural 20, there's a fish in your pocket. Oh my god, we've ever needed one. No. Um, if you want to try to feed him something else? Uh, I have my crickets. Sure. Uh, I will have my crickets kind of like jump over to him. It hops down from the edge of the leg or the arm of the chair and skitters over and the tongue just like slides out between the crocodile teeth and wraps them back in. And he's never been more sated because they're magic crickets. Oh, good fish, good fish. Yeah. Yeah, And I kind of lean down as if I'm petting him respectfully. And I'm like, hey, uh, this book, uh, what's the deal with the book? What's your daddy's deal with the book? Book showed up yesterday. Yesterday? Can't read. You can't read it? Alligator. Fish? I can't really read it. I give him another cricket. (laughs) Good fish. Yeah, um, so... Uh, it like turns its body so that it can nuzzle against your leg. <laughs> so, uh, how likely is your dad to cut off our heads? Who? Well, we're not planning one currently, but if we were, unlikely. Yeah. Ah, hmm. cool, cool. Yes. How easy is it to get the? Who on the court wants to coo? As you're talking to him, and I'm going like an alligator, <laughs> and getting like little his. smack, um, there is uh, one of the folk on the ground rolls over and holds up a wine glass to you, just very lazily. <laughs> Take the glass. And then they stretch and lay back. And within the glass, there is a little piece of paper. It's going to slide of hand the piece of paper to where I can read it without showing that I'm reading it. Okay, go ahead and roll side of hand. They're in mid conversation, so go ahead and have an advantage. He's not really paying attention to you. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. O'Reilly. Auto parts. Local to something. We will um, take that dirty torchment. Dirt, okay. Um, they the have note... O'Reilly's in other parts of the country. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> uh, the note says Find Illig, the Baron of Muckstump, at once. The revolution lives! Exclamation point. Is this in Sylvan? Yes. Okay. Um, so I'm going to. Can I still use that same side of hand to flip it to Nicade? Yeah. Uh, or just like, my lord, I know you're deep in conversation. Yes. Uh, and then I hold it up as if I'm like protecting my voice from being, you know what I mean, like like servants yeah. do. And then I hold up the note for you to look at. Okay. I. Hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate this. What other languages do you speak? I speak Sylvan, and that's the only other one I've had to use. This entire time. Common. Yeah, this entire time the alligator is still just kind of rubbing up against the little like spikes of its legs, not feeling terrible, not totally pleasant. Um, 
I'm going to just kind of like gesture with my hand and have like a whole bunch of like just cast goodberry. So there's a bunch of crickets just <laughs> hopping around for him to snap. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts to. But they just back playfully, around. they just playfully, they let him eventually eat them. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see you're getting along with my bird. Oh, he is delightful. Mm. Agreed. Snoodle is good. And I turned an alligator. Is Snoodle really your name? Snoodle. You Fish. want to be known anything other than Snoodle? Fish. <laughs> There's one right there. Uh, common draconic giant in Sylvan. Fingers crossed. <laughs> one of them. Nope. I speak no one in halfling though. <laughs> um I turn to the king and I say, um, I was just informed we have a matter to take care of. May we... May I request a presence with you tomorrow to retrieve the book and then off to see the great... the lady? Uh, your attire offends me. It offends me too, and Cody greatly. Please be refitted, and we will offer hospitality. Oh, we will be. I've actually bring Percy. Percy is a tailor uh, for near gods. No. We will offer clothes. Do they wear pants? Uh, some do, some don't. Uh, she he has, like, big puffy breeches on. Uh, just to clarify, myself, Percy, Jeltra, and uh, my dear beloved, uh, we will require pants. Fair. <laughs> and he... Also, Snoodle, uh, very much so like a fish. And it's kind of a squishy snap with yeah. those amphibian fingers. <laughs> and one of the guards reaches into its... Like inside the armor and pulls out a fish and tosses it to Snoodle, who jumps in the air to catch it and immediately. <laughs> um, please do the palace with you. Uh, we will return tomorrow? Fair? No later. Wonderful. Fair. Matters of. Great importance are handled by Gallop 19th. And as he holds up his hand, there is a polite golf clap from the nobles around. Hear, hear! Revolutions be damned. And down hear, with them hear. all. <laughs> as he does that, Two of the guards break away with one of the noble folk who stands, a woman in a um, moss-stained, near uh, uh, empire-wasted gown as she leads you away from the court itself and towards a building across a land bridge to the side. As you approach this building, 
This ramshackle hall is built around a big tree. Two of the tree's limbs reach out through the walls like enormous welcoming arms. The interior of the hall is roomy with an open floor plan that allows occupants of the upper story to look out over the lower one. Bullywood courtiers crowd into the space, filling it with their guttural croaks, their clothing faded and stained with mud. She leads you to the tailor. And that's where we're on tonight. Thank you all so much for joining us. Apologies for the technical difficulties. Uh, if you didn't see at the very beginning, we will be having a special winter holiday themed episode coming up. That'll be this Sunday. Uh, be up on YouTube the following uh, Tuesday. So yeah, that's this Sunday, which is right now the 12th. Are um, we going to release Christmas? Aren't aware. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. We're going to release that on Christmas. I'm... <laughs> I'm way off right now. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for joining us this evening. And thank you especially to our patrons, um, whose names are Sparky, Dossie, Vid, Daniel, Rio's mom, Alistair, Sean, Rockleman, Deathsgrasp, and Eric Fox. Fox. <laughs> uh, which is a uh, gnome diploma. Sorry, I have a difficult time with um, And. If you have anything you'd like to see from us, please let us know. We're still working on some more short videos for DM content that we're thinking of doing. A whole group DM thing would have in each of the DMs that are in the group interviewed, so that's basically everybody. Um, and if there's other things that you'd like to see, other topics you'd like to cover, please let us know. And with that, we will not come up with tagline eventually, but we will do another tagline that Korea's going to tell us. Yeah. Feet, feet for the Kraken! Feet, 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 feet for, for the Kraken! Kraken. <laughs> and I don't know whether you're my lord.